This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Let's get across to, I imagine, Danny and Becky heading north in the... <laughs> not quite north. Not You're not back up in Northampton? No, yeah, no, we tried to kill the traffic down, so we stayed in Watford for a little bit after. Ah. We're just on the way out now, just going through the ring right now, so... Tidy, well done. Yeah. There's the voice of experience. Let the traffic disperse. Oh, yeah. good. Right, so, Danny, what did you reckon then today? Well, two, two league defeats in a row, but this league, league defeat feels a lot more... What's the word I'm looking for? Palatable than well, the last one. Yeah, acceptable, really, because I don't, I didn't expect to lose last week, but I think every Watt fan probably expected to lose today. But what you saw today was a, a team fighting, a team trying to get an equaliser, because when it went 1-0, was it a penalty? Not sure. It's one of them, and I think Georgie sticks his leg out, gives us referee decisions, mate. But you've got to give you credit to players. They could have just capitulated. But they didn't. We, we rolled our sleeves up. And we, to be honest, we was, on another day, we probably nicked that. We get a George three-inch deflected shot. On another day, that gets deflected the other side of the post into the net. So it's one of them. But you've got to give the players a lot of credit. They've got to be, in some sense, proud of that second-half performance because Leicester, you can see why they're there because they're a very comfortable side. A lot to play football, but that didn't really have a lot of time. They didn't give many time on the ball. And I was quite proud of that second-half performance. Really, I mean, there's a lot to build on. But Dennis, he just makes such a difference. Yeah, he has to start for me now Tuesday. Well, question, do we start him, run mm-hmm. him, and then take him off? And, uh, I mean, it's it's the... catch-22, isn't it? It's catch-22. Yeah. But personally, now I think he's had, what's he, like three, three, four games, something like that. Maybe may start him, and then if he's if he's injured or whatever, then you bring him off after 50, 60. But Dennis, having him through the middle, you can see where he was pre- pressing their defenders. He was hunting everything down. and It just makes such a difference having someone that's going to be alive instead of someone that's just static, like Rovic or, or Bayo. Well, you, I, I don't know if you do, but I, you feel it in the ground. The moment the ball comes to him, there's yeah, a, something's going to happen. There's a yeah. lift. And yeah. no, no disrespect to, to to either of the two players who played that central position before, and because quite often it can be an attritional physical battle with your back to goal, nobody gets a, oh, Bio's got it, <laughs> lift. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets that with, with well, Ravich very rarely gets it, bless him. But with the moment it came to him, 
it was on the half turn for that chance that he <laughs> yes. opened out, which, yes. which was lovely to see. I was down the far end. The late chance that the Hermanson, the uh, the Leicester keeper, made a stop from. Did you get a decent look at that? I don't know if you might have... Which, which one? Which one? Oh. The one I just mentioned, was it the Aspria deflected one? Was it that one? That's the $64,000 question. There was a chance... Oh. No, there, there was that which he had the shot and then that went to, to the right side. Literally in about the last two to three minutes of certainly normal time, if not in injury time, there was a corner which kind of got scrambled back across, hit, and he came flying out to his right on an angle to basically block a chance. And it was, it might not have been a great save as much as it was a great block in many ways, but it showed at the end of the day, if that was a, if that was a boxing match, we'd have, we'd have won the end of it, but it's not a boxing match. It comes down to that key criteria of goals. What the hell? But yes, it was, it was an interesting game and we certainly had more shots and than they did. And yet, yeah, I feel we did less chances, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Like Leicester, I think if you're Leicester, obviously you're going to be delighted with the three points, but they didn't create an awful lot of chance. They wouldn't want to look through the penalty, but first half, they didn't really create an awful lot. I can't remember them having a clear chance, really. We, to be honest, we didn't really in the first half, but I think second half, I think we definitely had, like you said, I think we had chances, but didn't create a lot, if that's possible in any way. I don't know. But if that game would have ended 2-2, I think nobody would, would have had any complaints, really. No, I, no I, think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Obviously, you, you and Becky travel all over the place. Um, yeah. Are, are you going to be making it uh, for, just, for, for Tuesday? Just me on Tuesday, because obviously she's obviously te- teaching, being a teacher. She yeah. can't leave work so early. So I'm going, I'm going up with my dad. So. Super stuff. We've spoken about Carrow Road. It's been, on occasions, a happy hunting ground for it. We've all got good kind of memories coming from going there. I just don't know why, but I just like Carrow Road as a ground. Yeah. What are you hoping for? We just asked Steve-O. He was saying yeah. four points. What do you think we can What do you think we can expect? I know what we'd all like, but what do you yeah, think we I can mean, expect from those two games? Of course, we're all going to love six points, but I think four, four points should be the minimum. If we can turn over Norwich like we have done, Recently, like you said, we've got a really good recent record at Carrow. We could turn them over, get three points, and then Rotherham, we, we have to be expected to beat Rotherham, so then that's six points. And then who's that game after that? Is it Huddersfield? Yes. Is it Huddersfield? Yes. Sorry, I mean, easily nine points there we can easily get, but I think we should be looking at seven points maybe minimum. But if, we, if you can get nine points, then our season's back on track then, isn't it? Well, I think all of us at the start of the season would have taken almost what had, in fairness. Yeah. But- I think we've seen a lot from a threadbare squad, and I appreciate that, especially this in in the last kind of 10 days, as the transfer window shuts, as the accounts come out, as the games that we've had have been frustrating in the main. I still think we'd have probably taken what we have in terms of seeing a team that puts its leap, puts its all out there on the pitch, basically, and tries to make an effort. And today, we we always say we don't mind losing, but it's how you lose. I think yeah, today, that, that, that was the way to that was the way to lose today. You know, it was the complete opposite from last week. Last week was just a shower of shit, but then this week it was a team trying to trying to get something out of the game. Whereas, like I said last week, they, it was just an abject performance. But that, that, like you said, there's a way to lose a football match. And to be honest, if you are going to lose, at least show a bit of fight and desire. And we showed that today. Very good. Yeah. Just, right. just before I go, Pete, I just, go on, I just need yeah. to say something. Yeah, Whatever. no. Obviously, because where me and Becky sit, we sit top of the rookie, we are S2, 10 rows from the back. It's a nightmare getting out from that end. So we, so last five minutes again, we always wander down to the front and just hang around there and then we can get out easy. When the full-time whistle goes, there's there's a guy behind me, he's doing my nothing, right? So the full-time whistle goes, he's like, you're a disgraced Watford, abject format, shit, blah, blah, blah. So I've turned around and I was like, hang on a minute, we've literally just played Leicester, the, the boys have put in a really good performance and you're, you're sat there shouting and being negative. It's fans like you that we don't need anymore. So we've gone back as a forwards, back as a forward. He squared up to me. I was like, I, I could have swung for him but it just winds me up when you get negative fans that that's the reason why we've been in this mess for the last year is being negative when yes okay we didn't win the game but 
the performance was there to be liked. And I'm sorry, but fans like that really frustrate me. And it was just, he was mining saying, oh, we haven't got strikers. He was, he was wearing glasses. I mean, did he not see we have fucking Dennis trying everything in that second hour? He's just beyond me. But yeah, just thought I said that. It just really pissed me off. Really did. But that's part and parcel of what for fan. You all have different opinions, but that really did me off the side. No, exactly and obviously yeah. this is the place where we try to make, absolutely make sure as much as we can that whatever you're thinking you come on and say and if that's that's how you feel that's how you feel yeah um, and you know what? he's entitled to his opinion we played well yeah we played well today so it's not like yeah. we we were we played badly at all but i don't know what game it was like i really don't because we, we actually did play well and i applauded him at the end because last week didn't applaud him but today i applauded him because they they deserve the applause because they put things into that second half no well, I, don't, I don't disagree with you on that i think some people will see and, and we'll hear me talking about a good performance and not a win and go, well, it, well, it wasn't that. We didn't create enough clear-cut chances. We'd, there's a number of things that we didn't, but it's really, for me, when you watch a game, is there something for you to be able to get hold of and see a certain amount of, I don't know, determination, resilience, pride, or indeed quality and creativity and movement and the kind of thing you must feel if you're a Man City fan and you're watching them play ballet around the pitch with a ball. What, whatever it is that you take with and identify, I thought... I saw stuff that I traditionally appreciate as a Watford fan. Was it the be-all and end-all? Was it everything we wanted in terms of results and everything we want in terms of performance? No, of course there's always shortfalls. But I agree with you. What what that gentleman maybe in, in the immediate aftermath of the game possibly doesn't get is the fact that this was a different defeat to the yeah. one that we had last week when we were looking at and going, oh, come on, there, there's so much more there. There was something to hold on to. Yeah, like, like if, if, it, if, if it had said that last week, I'd have really shook his hand and like, fair play, I totally yeah, agree. But yeah, yeah. today, there was nothing there not to dislike. I'm going I'm to say one negative. When he brought Tom Ince on, I didn't understand. Tom Ince was on the pitch for 20 minutes, did nothing. Again, I don't know what you think, Pete. It's just, I don't know what he... You can see why he's not starting. Just doesn't offer anything. Well, I think, as I've said... Fresh, fresh legs, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. It, he, he, yeah, was, but, he was down that left side and trying, trying to run on to a number of balls. There was, a, there was a ball when he was running away and Lewis put it just out behind and it frustrates. For me, Ince's legacy will be the fact that he's put kind of pressure on Espria when Espria's played well more than one because it must be really difficult for Ince, in fairness to him, coming on and playing tiny little cameos and he finally gets 18 minutes and it's like, well, he, he's not being able to play his way into any for, sort of form. In the same way as, for example, as we were just talking about a minute ago, Ken Semmer, who goes on, who I thought today we started to see some, yeah, some of the Ken yeah, that we're getting, getting to yeah, appreciate. So, so, so maybe we can we can cut Tom Ince that that is a bit of slack and hope that he extends no, no, his no, play. No, I, I, I agree to, to a degree, but when you are on the pitch, no matter how how long, you still got to show a bit of effort. Apart from cutting the corners, he put it, which I've got to give me geez, they were really good corners. So I've got to be honest, they were really good corners. But yeah, you, you, you can't see why it's not staying because he's not really having an, a lot of impact even when he is on the pitch. But we, we all know the quality of Tom has got. He's got a really good left foot. It's well documented. He might have goals he scored against us. Yeah, yeah I, I like Tom Ince's player, but I think we just need to see a little bit more from him in terms of effort and whatever else. But he's a, he's a good player to come off the bench. I really could. But yeah, on to Tuesday now, isn't it? On to Tuesday. Absolutely. Let's see if he can make a contribution. As Danny, I was working extremely hard there because I don't normally stick up for members of the Ince family, but that's mainly because yeah. of my, my, my dislike of Paul for no no rational reason whatsoever. Yeah. Guys, go and have a go and have a good journey now that you've now that you managed to uh, let the traffic get away. That's the important thing. Let's get to Dylan. Let me add him in and then we can see see what he thinks. And then we can get on to the, the five words and the long forms and all of that good stuff before at, as I say, 9.30, 9.45, something like that, the, we put out the, the preview for the, for the Norwich game, which is there. Dylan, sir. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Really positive. <laughs> 
good. I, I think a lot of people, yourself included, have said what I've what I'm about to say. But that was I said to my uncle as I left the game. It's a really weird feeling because that was a loss that felt like a win. You got against top of the table, a team that clearly for parts of that game showed the golfing class of what it even takes to come down from the chat, come down from the prem nowadays. And we were a hundred percent a better team, both both like I guess in the way we actually played, but also in the way we carried ourselves. We we did dive in for our fair share of tackles, but we weren't quite we weren't horrible like they were. I think it was all round. I think all round it was a really positive performance and one of our better performances that I've seen at the Vic. It's just that's what happened. It's a bit like when we played Ipswich. That's what happens when you come up against a team that is absolutely flying high i thought ken Semmer has he had an injury who would know because you couldn't tell i thought he was absolutely cracking today i thought shaq vatadze proved maybe what maybe why we decided to keep him on because he was awesome and i believe if i remember correctly right at the start of the season all these georgian people were saying that you need to give him his time and he's had his time on the bench he's come on the pitch and he's now consistently each game proving why he deserves to stay. I thought Kone was amazing. Chepetadze was amazing. Sem was amazing. Even, I think that was one of Deli Bashiri's better games. Yeah. Certainly a right back. Yeah, absolutely. The only downside was Porteous. But then even then, he wasn't dia- like he wasn't diabolical like we've seen this throughout the season. He was playing well. He just got caught being his usual self, being a bit bloody easily grumpy and a bit, and a bit hasty into some challenges. And a bit slow, but, but I think it was really good. Uh, Ryovic offered nothing, but Dennis isn't fit enough to um, Dennis isn't fit enough to start a game, in my opinion. And obviously, Bio got injured. But this does beg the question in the recruitment of why weren't we after uh, Al Hamadis and things like that? Like today, really showed that we needed, like you said, a couple, just two more players. One more attacker and one more, maybe one of those weird wing back CDM kind of players. Similar to Delhi Bashir, who's just preferably maybe starting as a right back. Mm-hmm. But I thought today was really quite positive. I, I question, I haven't watched it back. I question if it was a penalty because I'm up the rookery end. I don't think it was from where I was. And the second goal was just a really good breakaway by Leicester. I don't think you can get annoyed at that game at all, really. Lovely stuff. Well, Neil, who was watching it from with replays, etc., said, no, there was contact. Now, oh, okay. uh, as we all know nowadays, if there is contact and somebody goes down, it theoretically it's a penalty. But never let it be said that I wasn't one to thoroughly agree with Dylan and despite facts still complain about the referee. So even if that wasn't the point, the referee felt to me very it just the absolute opposite of a homer. He seemed to be pointing against us all the time. And he had a, a really unique a way of working with his linesmen because they were equally inept I thought personally I appreciate that's just me being bitter but hey if you can't be bitter after that why can't you be no I agree with you I think well my, my thoughts on the ref and I tweeted this off time was just it was one of those weird ones where you want to say he has no idea what he's doing and he's not blowing enough but actually especially in the first half he gave us enough but the problem is that so much shit oh sorry I shouldn't swear but there's so much bad stuff was going on from Leicester percentage still was bad like in any normal game he gave us a due amount of fouls i felt but they were just slamming into us so much that you're like where is the call for the rest of them they need to keep a level playing field i'm not sure where half of those fouls went in his eyes and the linesman christ 
once again, I'm in the corner of the rookery, so I might not have... I, I have a fairly side-on, but not quite maybe as good as the GT or Elton John view. Mm-hmm. But especially with that run from Ince, I, I have no idea where these offsides were coming from, and I am lenient with offsides. Usually I side with the other team. I'm like, yeah, sure, offside, who cares? We move on. Yeah. But some of these, I'm like, how... Well, some of the ones near the byline, how can you even see through all the feet where, like, that one extra toe is? But, but like... The one with Ince where he was running, and I think it was Hoyt played a really yeah. long ball. Yeah, that was never <laughs> the the linesman called it whilst Ince was running for the ball. It was it made no sense to me whatsoever. Some of those decisions, but who knows? But if we need extra toes, luckily we're playing Norwich on Tuesday, so I think there'll be a few extra offsides maybe for them in that sense. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that's the case. Talking so turning to to Norwich and Rotherham because I like to look at these things across seven days. Ideally, we've heard. Yes, obviously we want six points. Do you think four points is likely? Or uh, I came on after the Norwich game and went to our first of our first three of our usual six points off of Norwich. But oh, yes, they're, they're, in, <laughs> they're in they're in decent form. But I, I don't know. You like to be hopeful when we go to Carrow Road. I feel like we should take it. Rotherham, if we don't go out and beat, I will take back everything I've said today. I'll turn to slight Uncle Ron and I'll come on here and complain until you've got bored of me. But like we we have to beat Rotherham. <laughs> but I but uh, Norwich is a tough one to call. I'd say four points is fine out of those as long as you then go and beat Huddersfield the week later, so it ends up being seven seven points. Like it, when you when you take seven points from my next three games, you're happy with that. But then four points from them five points from the next three you're questioning where it's going wrong absolutely well of course the only thing that a manager can really do is hope to affect a performance and hope that those performances translate to those points obviously so you do everything you can to get into goal scoring situations we didn't i don't think we did enough of that today but it was against leicester they do like to pass and pass and pass I didn't think they did. They, I don't think they imposed the game on us that I, having spoken to uh, for, for a good couple of hours this week, uh, that they thought that they were going to impose on us. I don't think they did as well as they expected to play. Now, anybody shouting at their phone going, yes, Pete, but we've lost, you're absolutely right. They've done enough to take it and we haven't done enough to, to push it back. But I think certainly in terms of that performance that we saw, there's enough to hope that will translate against Norwich against certainly against Rotherham and as you say looking forward to Huddersfield to see where might that take us I don't think we're going to be getting to the to the playoffs and I'm not overly worried about that but I really would like to see a good end of season ideally that's that's really what we want Dylan sir excellent as always I look forward to chatting to you after we've taken our cursory six points against uh, Norwich on on Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed. but no don't worry nobody has to come on and do an Uncle Ron impression because to be honest with you there's only one Uncle Ron. Hi, this is Jan Mulvey, and you're listening to it. Do not scratch your eyes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Jan Moby, and this is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Right. Thank you, everybody, for dialing in and, for, and calling in. Thank you, Justin, for saving the day when, when my phone did its now obligatory 360-degree turn for no apparent reason. Let's get to the five words, as many of those as we can get through, and then the long forms. And then I reckon we can, we can turn to the fridge and see whether or not there's a bottle of something sparkling or cold or nice or whatever. Andy John Watford, as we said earlier on, said, revitalised performance, questionable officiating, promising. I think that's a really good summary. I like that very much. John Parslow said, sticky patch over, let's go. When John uses the phrase sticky patch, I don't want to question too much about those five words. We mentioned basically seeing the Cripses. They're now available for your delectation. John Parslow also says, cheats. I'm joining fox hunts from now on. Brian Edwards said, how shit was our strikers? Alan Blathwell, who I saw today, said, Ryevich. The archetypal false nine. <laughs> a game of two halves, said Brian Edwards. Smitty said, first half passiveness cost us. Yeah, that's very true. I think everybody sees the difference in vitality when Dennis came on and when we changed there. And in a way, the players, including, including Martins and including Semmer, you know, they, they, their, their performances potentially suffered by not having that level of dynamism there to play. It will be interesting to see as we go to, to Norwich whether or not the decision is there to start Dennis and then bring him off or to bring him on when the game opens up and he can be more of a threat, hopefully. Also, we can't put too much, uh, we can't really put too much pressure on him straight away because he's got to the point of now playing half an hour. Maybe starting him is just too much, even if we are thinking about swapping him at halftime. We don't know. We'll see. Smitty said the first half passiveness cost us, which led us there. Mark of Watford and England said not bad. But ultimately frustrating, which again absolutely caught the uh, caught the the taste that that, that Wendover had earlier on. Cohen says Ryevich couldn't press a button. <laughs> Peter Ryan says serial disappointment with a lovely picture of the rookery with Kellogg's as the uh, as the sponsor there. Really nice work that very much. Louis Tashira says could have been worse. Semmer, excellent. Yeah, I think we all enjoyed Semmer, especially that that run that he does. That's the kind of thing that literally can lift a team. It would have been great to have seen him and Dennis as well there. Carb said, play better, Dennis improves the team. Exactly that point. Nicholas Smith said, as expected, toothless in attack. Be interesting to see if Nick thinks thinks we look better with Dennis on. Not everybody might, so that's fine. Different opinions are available. Mike Smart says, thought ref was good. Sorry. <laughs> Andrew Argent, deserve more shit referee performance. <laughs> oh, sorry. Deserved more shit referee performance. And Andrew's, your, your lack of punctuation in those five words is it's sending me, all right, I don't think we deserve more shit, referee. You know how easily confused I get, Andrew. Throw me a bone. Brian Edwards says, Leicester, look distinctly average. Sigh. Jason Brewer, Lino, you're a fucking knob. Well said. Well said, Jason. Everybody, there's Jason. I like that. M said, Dennis needs to start Tuesday, answering the question. The referee's a wanker. Oh, Andrew, look, he's now giving me all the clues in later things. Andrew, I jumped on that too soon. Thank you very much for the steer. Carl Campion comes in, in with three. Stewards, a light tickle received. Also says Cesspit FC, still missing Morris, and enjoyed the Crows cameo performance. I did actually hear the Vicarage Road entrance, home entrance, that a number of people were basically were stopped, were searched, back, front, get your stuff out of your pockets, all sorts of stuff, very overkill. And one person who I know who said uh, is finding it really quite intimidating. I'm glad to hear we haven't yet 
heard any of those. But if you have done, please let us know because we will be feeding that back to the club. We want to ensure that anything that we can do as a fan group to you guys letting us know that we pass on, that we can help to try to improve this situation. So uh, constant feedback, I think, is the important thing here. Edward Hayter said, the view hospitality was excellent. I'm glad for you, Edward. Well done, sir. Alan WFC, Harrod Allen says, proper striker gives players confidence. Willie Eckers like, who I got to meet? I got to see Ken today. Lovely. You can't beat 12 men, he said. I think he may be referring to the referee who was wearing orange, which says it all. Dr. Dickie Sutton, shit, but better than expected. Ah, okay. Is that a medical instruction or is that a comment on the game, Dickie? We never quite know. I'll try not to until later on. Edward Hayter comes back again and says, I'm not warm to Ryovich. I think everybody sees somebody who tries hard. He's a really nice bloke, but can he do it? Who knows? We may have to give it until pre-season and have him having a full British Championship pre-season to categorically say one way or another. I don't think we're going to see. I think what we've got is what we're going to get, and I don't think that's going to improve over time because we're literally playing kind of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, and as, as Val has come out and said, there's very little time to get into them in terms of training which probably explains why he wanted Dennis to not travel to Southampton. All a bit meh, says Nero, the golden boy. Legs 11, Kone, man of the match for me, says Jade H. Well said, Jade, I agree with you. I'm completely with you on that. Ben said Val's team selection shit again. <laughs> Melanie WFC on threads. Short passes killed us today. Ooh, that's a good one. Tom Hagen, need Dennis at centre forward. This seems to be the, the growing trend. That might be what we take from this is the fact that a lot of people have said, well, if you're bringing him in as that, that makes sense. We've got already a number of players who can play in those wide areas. We've got those kind of jinky attacking midfielders slash wingers. What we really need is somebody in, in the middle who can offer us some movement, offer us some speed, offer us some dynamism, and then finally also pull a trigger. Tom Hagen said to need Dennis at centre forward. Tom says what I try to say in five words. I say it in about 4,000. Peter Joyless-Jones says, close but no cigar, again. Harry says, better intensity, do it more. Very good point. Oh, for a target man, says Dave Muggins. Hey, Dave. Daniel Lawrence says, loving the amazing strategic rebuild. I sense sarcasm there, Daniel. I could be wrong, but I think it might be. Well done, go to the top of the class. Hornet Cone says, never like soccer anyway, <laughs> lol. But what for FC Sweden? Mid-table, as I said. Yes, you're quite right. Too poor to bribe refs, says Tom Hagen. Was that our strategy now? We were basically going to try and go for, oh, no, that's not the kind of thing you get in the championship, I'm sure. Mikey Abraham says, shame, thought we played well. Everybody, sit back and wait for what is Hornet haikus. Positives to take. KMB on his way back. Let's go kick some ass. I like that. That's very good. I don't know if it's ass or ass. Justin, is it ass? If it's A-S-S, is that ass or ass? I don't know. It's ass, if you ask me. Does that mean we're kicking a donkey? I've never quite understood. It does, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That sounds more like a defence plea than anything. Nick Corr says, uh, Porteous costs us points again. Yeah, Wendover said, what's he doing? Thinks he's Maldini, as he said. Well, there's three Maldinis. There was Cesare Maldini, there's Paolo Maldini, and there's another new, shiny, new Maldini. I don't know which one he thought of. I'm suggesting it was probably the oldest. Uh, Alexander Pitt said, my five-word thoughts. Add alt text to pictures. Genuine one, though. Sounds like it wasn't terrible. <laughs> That's I, Can we have more of those? More about what it wasn't. I like that very much. James Glenn, second half was much better. Mark Valentine, competitive? Yes. Incisive? Less so. That's very good. I like that. I like that. 
I like that very much. I think the incisiveness is what Dennis gives us at least a little bit of, or the hope that we move that way. I get the feeling that when we're trying to be more incisive with Ryevich, it's we're driving down a cul-de-sac. Maybe there's a maybe there's a destination at the end of the road if we have Dennis in that particular area. But also people will quite be quite rightly sorting out the fact that's not the long-term answer either. Whereas we've got one of those on a, a further, what, four-year contract? And one of them's going to be going back to, I presume, Knott's Forest at the end of the season. So it's only a short-term solution anyway. Dame Croxty Green says Leicester basically scored for us. Yeah, it was given away. It was poor. It was almost like a repeat of that one that, do you remember, Arsenal gave away in Kike Sanchez Flores' second term, first game back, and they, they finally cocked it up. I think I, what I like is the fact that we went and pressed them. We went and pressed them. And yes, they're good enough to play through on occasions. They wouldn't have been had Bordy's not been quite so high up. But hey-ho, Andrews isn't a right winger, says Walt. I have no idea about his politics, Walt. Budum tish. Dame Croxy Green back again. So hold me closer, Jack Fatadze. So hold me closer, Jack. I'm going to need to... What song's that from? What song's that from? Justin's on there. Mark Calder. Better performance than initially thought. Agree, uh, agreed entirely. Catherine Jones says, it really wasn't that bad. I don't think it was. I don't think people thought it was that bad. I think we thought there was good elements but frustrating elements. Gave it a good go, says Graham. Dame Croxy Green back again. Softest penalty I've ever seen. Not agreeing with that one. Simon Watford FC says, much better than when Ryevich went off. Mr. Meady said, good effort against the best team. Effort there, but no quality, says Inval we trust. Don Pista, better second half performance. Gary Short, Jamal Lewis isn't very good. <laughs> Big Galoot says, soft pen, Ryevich, concrete boots. Oh, that's a quality piece of emojis because he's, he's used the boot emoji and I like that very much. More shithousery needed by us, says Paddleboarder. That's true. Is that, is that a lesson? The fact that every time they, they slowed the game down by basically falling to the floor, we would say unnecessarily and, and well, I'd definitely say unnecessarily. Maybe we need a little bit more of that. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not personally keen on it myself. I, I take the point entirely. Lucas Hensel says, not disappointed at the team. Disappointed at how shite officials are these days. We deserve at least a point from that game. I don't disagree with you. I think I don't think Leicester would have begrudged us our right to a point from that particular game. I think we gave them a good game, and I agree with you. The frustration, as we've heard from people, has been the fact that we didn't really get what perhaps we could have got from that game. But we also come back to the point earlier on. Good effort, yes, incisive. That's what we've got to add. Porteous is a dumb, says Alan Hemelhem. Hemel Hornet 1881, like that one. Neil Dean takes that suggestion and takes it up a degree. He says, Porteous, fucking liability once again. Well done, Neil. Well done, Alan. Like the fact that you can express the same point in two different ways. Dumb and fucking liability. Again, very good. Adam says, fuck the ref and Potso. Well done, WFC Adam, for expressing yourself so clearly and indeed concisely. We don't have to be concise here, but hey, when it comes along, we're going to enjoy it nonetheless. So let's get across to our long forms and see what everybody thinks of that. Oh, my Lord, Stephen Atkinson has sent in a law of the game I'm still waiting to see enforced. Now, he sent us a picture of the FA rules of the game, and he's outlined an area which is an indirect free kick is awarded if a goalkeeper inside their penalty area commits any of the following offences, controls the ball with the hand arm for more than six seconds before releasing it. Stephen Atkinson, well done, sir. Took me a while to get to the point, but I fully agree with you. It does annoy me. Why should that suddenly have gone? It was a way to keep the, the, the game speeding up. Yes, goalkeepers might throw it to the floor and, uh, and play it off the floor, but if that's what they want to choose to do, you can try to shut them down. But I agree. 
Mark of what Den England says, much to like about today's performance against the leaders, but probably just as much to be frustrated about. For example, why can't we take our approach to the last 20 minutes and recognising you need the occasional breather, apply it to at least 60 minutes of the whole? Nice. Nice indeed. Louis Tashira says, play better and probably match them for most of the second half. They led us back into it, but we gave it a good go ourselves. Glad Dennis has got himself a goal. Hopefully can give him uh, a bit of confidence. On to Norwich and Rotherham, two games where we can pick up points. Everybody's looking forward to this week a little bit more, I think, than we probably were on Wednesday night after that. No difference in points, no difference in, 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 in getting a, a decent result in terms of the you know, a win, draw or loss today. But I think we're hoping that we've seen enough little things today that might suggest solutions in the short term, certainly in front of goal anyway. John Parslow, Valerian Ishmael is now the eighth longest serving championship don't read this out, he says, and don't tell Gino. Let's restart our season Tuesday, all to play for, and only complaint from me was that I'd have bought Dennis on after the first minute and kept Ryevich for the last 10. John, okay, I won't read that out. Brilliant. Good piece of instruction to tell me that after I'd read it out. Excellent. Stephen Atkinson back again. Good team performance. Execrable match officials. Oh, execrable. I like that. The word execrable. Borrowed from Uncle Ron. It's a good word. I think we should reclaim it from Uncle Ron and use it. He can have it back as long as he promises never to use it again to describe and gag. Ron, the, the offer has been taken. You can have Excrable back. I'm pretty sure he's probably got f- a fair other number of words that he might use, but he can have it back. Even gag you alone if you're going to do it. Deli Bashiru, great at right back, says regular Chris. Gary Vinyl Music says five-year improved contracts for Bio and Ryevich incoming. <laughs> like it. Martin Fletcher, host of the Yellow Brick Road Boys. I, know, I didn't know what it was last week because it stops it, it, it stops it here, but that's who they are doing. And I think they're doing a spaces on Monday evening. So do look out for that. Dennis Scoring starts New Hornets, he says. M says, I don't really have a lot to say on today's, but just want to say thank you to you all. Your podcasts and spaces are great and really getting me through a dark hole at the moment. Oh, well, look, M, thank you so much. That's very, this isn't really a podcast. This is a community of people who come on and like putting five words or long forms and silly things because let's face it we're just a football club and if you can't enjoy that it makes it very difficult i hope those that dark hole improves very shortly just to prove this point steve Atkinson says fans booing chowdhury wankers he says there you go there's four words where he could have used more the handbrake setup was very simple says rich rich always says about the handbrakes watford limericks are we ready hang on i'm gonna have to prepare for this bear with i know how much some people like that noise Watford Limerick says, We were playing the champions elect, and we knew just what to expect. Then in Dennis came, and we made it a game. But still no points to cut. That, for me, is the best yet. Watford Limericks, that is absolutely quality. Well done. Watford Limericks is at WFC Limericks. Get over there and follow him. We want to encourage more poetry. Why? No idea whatsoever. Brian Edwards says, Norman Collier is alive. I apologise. I know my phone collapses every five minutes. Or is that me? One of the two. I didn't fall down the stairs today, so that's good. Stephen Atkinson back again. We need Scott Fitzgerald to come back and show how Ryovich how to close down a keeper with the ball at his feet. Mark of England and Watford says, I was thinking Peter sounded like Steve Austin in the opening credits of Six Million Dollar Man. I'm breaking up. I'm breaking up. Now, I appreciate that only people of a certain age will get that, but me and Mark get it. And that's enough, to be quite frank. Steve-O, Mac1881, we heard earlier on, said, thanks for having me, Les, appreciate it. No, it's lovely to have everybody on. Because you're Watford fans, 
End of. We like having opposition fans. It's just football. It's the most important of all the unimportant things. Neil Dane says, I like the way we're trying to play, but unfortunately, we do not have the quality to execute it. I think that's a common thing in football at the moment. I think Pep Guardiola has changed how the game is. Obviously, the, uh, his name momentarily escapes me, but he's done a, he's done a great job in his, early, in his first season. The Leicester coach was a, a, a Pep Guardiola assistant, advocate, disciple, call it what you will. But he's, he has changed the game, but he's done it at the pinnacle of the game with incredible levels of resources. So for everybody to suddenly go, no, what we need to do is we need to play out in our box. You saw the best in the championship do it today and frankly, make a bodge of it when they got pressed. It's one of those things. If they don't have the quality to do it, I'm not sure we do. I think it's about getting it right. Neil, I am with you, sir. That was the longest agreement you've ever heard. Snowboy comes on in a second. I'm going to be bringing him on, but I'm going to first of all read his first four points. Then we're going to bring him on. And also, I think Martin's going to come on. So bear with us. Ah, sound now good, he says. Good, good. No sound again for the second week running. Oh, this is, I'm reading a whole thread. No sound again here. In oh, Snowboy's in France. We want this. And Gakia, a four-year deal. Are the club crazy? Frightened of the ball and has glass ankles. He should have been released in the summer. Snowboy, you wait there because I'm going to go to Martin first of all because I want to bring Martin on because I know he didn't manage to get on last week. And, and Martin is part of the... Uh, Martin, sir, hit your, hit your mic button. Hey, mate, you okay? I'm fine. I, it's far too much of a mouthful for me. The Yellow Brick Road Boys. Yes? That's it, mate. <laughs> I've only just got up to speed with Do Not Scratch Your Eyes for crying out loud. You know me and syllables. I get lost. Never mind, sir. Never mind. You've, you've, been doing, you've been doing loads of stuff on Mondays, but also other Twitter spaces here and there. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing and then tell us what you thought about today. Well, a little bit what we're doing. So every Monday evening at 7pm, me and a few other Watford fans speak to other Watford fans. Sometimes we bring a special guest on to have an interview them. And yeah, and just a bit what you do, really. Just get everyone's opinions. And over this weekend, we've started a Tick channel as well. So Young George did a vlog today. So go check that out if you got TikTok. About three minutes, but it was at the game. So hopefully you all listen to that. But no, so yeah, so that's bit of, been going a few months now. Good, good. What do you think of today? Well, obviously Leicester, it, the penalty was very disappointing and the first half wasn't great, but we picked up when we made that triple change in the 60th minute. And I think there's a possible nine points coming up in our next three games, but I think maybe seven points, like somebody said earlier. Yep, that's uh, I think Norwich is going to be difficult, but you never know at Norwich, isn't it? We're, we're quite good at Norwich, so... But no, uh, I'm happy with those. I, I would have loved us to get a point, but what I originally thought, I thought we were going to get hammered today, so I'm just glad we put a performance in. Very good. Very good. Very good. Well, guys, do go and follow... Now, because... it Does it go under your account, or does it go under... Because I know you've obviously got Rio, who we know, you've got Geordie, etc. I think Ant occasionally comes on, who... Yeah, we've got Ant as well. Uh, we've got another guy called Freddie, uh, who's uh, getting involved as well. So, uh, and yeah, so literally, if anyone's ever interested, even working with us on TikTok, just give me a message. I'd just like to get, bring other fans that chance to come and have a chat as well. So it's just, nice, it's just a nice thing to do, I think. Very good. Now, I do have a very serious and important question that I need to ask. And I'm, on, I'm reading this directly from your Twitter bio. <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy a nice glass of Malibu. Now I am a child I'm a child of the seventies and I, I remember Malibu in the late eighties. Is it still is it really still a thing? Oh mate, you can't go with a 
at least three glasses of double Malibu and Coke. <laughs> Malibu and Coke. Oh. I'm going to have to try this. Oh, my God. That sounds horrific. What can I say? Okay, look, I'm making no judgment call on the Malibu, but do get across. Do give them a listen. As with all the Watford social media guys that are going on, because obviously there's so much content out there. It sure as hell isn't just us. There's lots of, there's lots of things going on. And, and obviously... There's a TikTok channel. Now, I had no idea there was such a thing as a TikTok channel because I'm an, what's known as an old fart. So there you go. There we are. Well, Martin. Also, uh, we've got a Udinese supporter coming to speak to us about pot, the Potsos on Monday as well. So be very interested to see what he thinks, obviously. So, Oh, that, that could be interesting. That could be interesting. Well, obviously, having been in charge there since 84, They've certainly got a, a fine sample size to be able to try to select. So, so yeah, that'll be interesting. There you go. Seven o'clock. That's on Martin's. And you, obviously, if you're watching this or you're uh, uh, linking on this, you should be able to link across to Martin's uh, Twitter account. Go and give it a listen. See what goes on. Lovely stuff indeed. Martin, lovely to speak to you, sir. Good luck on, 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 on Monday. No worries, mate. No worries, man. No worries at all. I do know that my phone is probably going to cop out at any given go because, as we know, it is. So that's the end of today. We've gone through all the five words and the long forms. And thank you so much. Thank you so much to everybody who either listens, contributes, sends the stuff in via text. We speak to so many people down the, down the bunker. Today, we saw Steve and Mal, who came all the way down from, as they do, the Northwest Cheese Express, as we like to call it. We, I got to see Ken, who's come all the way back from, from Somerset today. Willie Eckers, like loads of people travel all the way down. Alan Lathwell came down with his next door neighbour as a Leicester fan, because of course Alan lives in Leicester. So that will be a that will be a moody old drive back, have no doubt. But look, it doesn't matter where everybody is. If you're a Watford supporter and you have access to the internet, this just basically means it's a, a little supporters club that you can come on and st- contribute however you hopefully wish to do so. Today, we took the uh, a, a new piece of kit, a little microphone down to the bunker, and we're asking people what they thought and where they thought we might finish the season. So we're going to turn that into some nonsense and put that out this week. But out in two or so hours is going to be our preview of the Norwich game. It has all the things that the normal opposition views have. It, we, we talk about Norwich. We talk about, let's just say, Josh Sargent, who's, who's come back in, got another goal again today. He's the one who looks like the eldest Weasley, if you remember from the Harry Potter films. We talk about David Wagner. And of course, we got onto the important things like trying to predict football by basically having a dog doing random acts of strangeness. The videos will be available. John Parslow does an excellent piece of work with a big emphasis on carrots for our country cousins. So you'll enjoy that when you see it as well. And then finally, we got onto what's become really quite a new piece, which has been Justin's somewhat disappointing local attraction segment. So that's his, that's his typical usual triumph. But hey ho. Never mind, there we go. Guys, have a great Saturday evening. You've all earned it. And then you can all fly in tomorrow. If anybody asks why, you can say because Pete said so. Come on, you horns. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.